0: Welcome to Well-Versed, where we bring biblical principles of governance to governmental leaders and you. This is the Wellversed
1: podcast. Well, we welcome you to uh, this particular part of the interview. I'm really excited to have Kelly Shackelford with us. Uh, by virtue of him being with us, we're going to get a uh, very close range view of what happened in the Supreme Court very recently uh, for Coach Kennedy. This is a major win. Kelly Shackelford, thank you for being on with us uh tell us what happened in the supreme court this week
0: well we obviously uh got a great victory um really a miraculous what happened in a a six day span uh we had a, a major case in supreme court um out of maine uh it was involving um school choice and whether you could exclude christian schools from school choice programs and We had a really strong decision from the Supreme Court on that, saying that you could not exclude Christian schools, religious schools from school choice programs, and even broader, the the opinion written by Chief Justice Roberts went very broad and said, look, any government program where benefits are provided generally to people in those programs, you can't exclude religious groups, and I just want people to think what that means. Uh, As we're after Roe v. Wade and people are talking about maybe laws to help people with adoption and All kinds of ways to help people. Religious groups cannot be excluded. So this is a major, major decision. That case is called Carson uh, versus Macon. And six days later, the Supreme Court uh, gave us a victory in the Coach Kennedy case. So uh, I just say from our standpoint, we're just totally humbled with what the Lord has allowed us to be a part of. And it's something we all should rejoice about. Coach Kennedy, I think most people know what it is. Coach Kennedy was a coach who went to a knee to say a 20-second prayer after the game and was fired for that. And uh, we had a a total victory at the Supreme Court. It's a victory not only for Coach Kennedy, but most people don't realize this. There is never before before this decision, just uh, uh, two days ago, there has never been a case in the history of the country on the rights of teachers, or coaches with regard to their faith, this is now the first precedent that protects all of our teachers, all of our coaches across the country. Now, that, that would be good enough, and that would be praiseworthy enough. But then something really amazing happened. Um, four years ago, we had a, the Bladensburg cross case. It was a veterans memorial that they were trying to tear down because it was a cross case went all the way to the Supreme Court and we tried to do something that really hadn't been done, which is there's an old case, it's kind of the Roe v. Wade, the bad case of religious freedom, it's called Lemon. And we said, you know, this case is wrong, it's created all this hostility to religion for 50 years. We asked the court not to apply Lemon in that Bladensburg cross case and four years ago for the first time they didn't. But that was just in the context of like public displays. We knew that to pull that into the schools and get rid of all that hostility of religion to religion in the public schools, getting rid of lemon would be probably a 10 year, 15 year effort. And so we didn't even ask for that in this case because we knew it was too much to ask for. To our shock, in the middle of the oral argument, out of nowhere, uh, we know from where, uh, Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Gorsuch brought up that it was time to get rid of Lemon. And in this case, ruling for Coach Kennedy, they threw the Lemon case out. They reversed it. There are probably 20,000 citations to this case. Everything where they shut down a monument, a prayer, uh, any sort of religious activity, all the bad cases for the last 50 years, they go to this Lemon case. That case is now dead. I mean, God just totally blew open a door that hasn't been open for pretty much everybody who's watching this for their lifetime. Uh, this is a new day and it's gonna open up all kinds of opportunities. I mean, one of our things that we're doing now is looking at all of these myriads of other cases in our history where a monument wasn't put up or was taken down, where prayer was not allowed, where religion in school was shut down, and all these cases now can rise back up and we can really restore America but the prayers the monuments all of our religious heritage all those freedoms are now open to be restored so this is much bigger than people realize they think it's just coach Kennedy it's not just coach Kennedy they think they might know well it's it's all the coaches and teachers yes but it's much bigger than that even everybody who understands the religious liberty arena understands what it means that this really attack on religious freedom from the lemon case which is the one that's been used for 50 years that's over so we're just at the beginning of incredible expansion of religious liberty in the united states so praise the lord for this victory he's given us
1: kelly that was i didn't i did i thought i kept up with things i did not realize what you just shared i did not know it was that expansive that you have made my day. That's encouraging. Does that reach all the way back? I, I, does it go all the way back to such an issue as prayer in school itself?
0: Sure. All the, if you look at all those, all those cases, right after the prayer in school cases, the Abington versus Shemp and all that, where they said you couldn't have prayer over the loudspeakers, that was 63, 64. In 1971, not too late, later than that, is when Lemon came down. And so people have asked me today. We've done a lot of national radio and TV and all this Fox, you name it, interviews. And they've said, well, so what does this mean if Lemon is dead and there's all this freedom opened up? What is the limitation? The only limitation that they gave, and it's I think one we would all agree with, is kids have rights to free exercise of religion. Coaches have rights to the free exercise of religion. Uh, teachers have rights to free exercise of religion. The limitation is." A government official cannot use their authority to coerce or force someone with regard to their religion, something that no Christian would ever want to do anyway. And so in this case, they said, Coach Kennedy never tried to force any kid to pray. He he didn't even ask him to pray. They just said, hey, we noticed you're praying. Can we pray? He said, it's a free country. And the Supreme Court said, that is perfectly fine. These arguments that some spectator or some student looking from 300 yards away might be influenced. The Supreme Court said, that's ridiculous. We're not going to strip away somebody's First Amendment rights to free speech and the free exercise of religion on that. Those kids have free, right, free exercise rights. The, the uh, teachers have free exercise rights. And so do the coaches. So this is really an opening up of freedom. And uh, it's the beginning of what are now opportunities for us to walk in those openings of freedom and take really uh, a, a whole different country. Uh, if people are willing to take advantage of the freedoms God lays out in front of us.
1: I I listened to some of the left-wing commentators say, oh, this is now blurred, the separation of church and state. Tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm overly simplistic in it. But the original intent of Jefferson's writing back in 1802, I think it was, and, and then the original intent of the First Amendment is that the government can't come in and control religion. It wasn't that religion cannot come into the role of government. With that, is that an oversimplification of it? And if, if, go ahead.
0: Number one, as you know, separation of church and state, those words are nowhere in the constitution. Yep. Um, The concept was about the separation of the institutions of the church and the government notice in this case they're all crying oh separation church state. please tell me where the institution is in the of, the of the church in this case it's the institution of the state against an individual who's trying to live out his faith it doesn't even apply the whole concept doesn't apply look in, in this case you've got the powerful state the government against an individual but guess what in the united states there's one thing more powerful than the power of the state. It's the United States Constitution, which protects the individual rights of citizens to the free exercise of their religion and free speech. And when the government tries to use its power against that, the government loses. And that's exactly what happened. The Supreme Court said this violated his free speech rights. This violated his free exercise rights. And there is no excuse for what happened.
1: Kelly, I know you've got a speaking engagement you've got to run to. I just want to thank you. Not only for all your work on this case, but you've been at this for decades. You and I have been friends for a long time. We've been in a lot of battles together. I want people to know how they can find your website, how they can be supportive of your incredible ministry that you have. I have no idea how many cases you have fought for religious liberty. You know, through all these years and all the attorneys affiliated with you, how can they come to your website, first of all, to encourage you and support you? And then secondly, where they could maybe find what you have shared written up. Uh, so it would help them educate other people. That, if they send that link out.
0: Uh, just go to spell it out. firstliberty.org <laughs> first They can look at all the cases. There are a lot of huge cases going on now that they probably are not aware of our Navy SEALs case our cases protecting everybody in the Air Force. We've got three cases that are about to be on their way to the Supreme Court, um, in addition to these two cases that we just won at the Supreme Court. So it's a, it's a matter, I, I would encourage everybody, go to firstliberty.org and at least sign up for that, uh, what we call our insiders alert, that will keep them updated on what's going on so they can pray, so they can realize the winds and get emboldened to speak and live out their faith without fear. And so they can share that and educate and embolden others um and so we would love for people to get involved we're we're trying to build that army and i tell you i've been doing this for 33 years i've never seen anything like what god is doing right now i'm telling you he is blowing open the doors and people need to be encouraged there's a lot of darkness but in this arena of religious freedom something dramatic is happening and the lord is clearly behind it
1: and uh, once again the importance of voting I know some people didn't like the mean tweets supposedly from Trump, but President Trump delivered on what he promised he would do. He said he would do it. And we are having these victories because we have judges who actually respect the U.S. Constitution. Amen. that, That is remarkable. One last question. Is there a case that's about to be announced, as I understand it, that's going to deal with maybe curbing the bureaucracy From the bureaucracy running amok and making laws when they should not, is there a case about on that?
0: Yes, there's a case out of Virginia, uh, West Virginia, that uh, is going to be announced uh, any day now. That that case and the remaining Mexico, the border case, are the only two cases left to be handed down. Most people expect that and this is with regard if you wonder what our problem is with energy one of them is we can't make any refineries we hadn't made any refineries uh had any new refineries since uh, i think 1971 or anyway it's a long time ago um this is because the epa on its own made up restrictions where you you really can't you can't meet their requirements and make a refinery and so This is a huge case because it would, number one, say the EPA doesn't have the power to just come up with these things on their own. If Congress wants to pass something, it needs to. Uh, You can't have bureaucrats making up laws. Um, Number two, though, it would affect our energy. Uh, If we start to build refineries and do things, it would make a huge difference on national security, on on our energy and everything else. That's one that everybody is watching for. Uh, The climate change people and all those people that that that's the, their main issue in life. Uh, they're, they're watching very closely and most people think they're gonna be very disappointed because this Supreme Court, uh, one of the focus of a number of the justices has been that has gotten out of control how the bureaucracy has been able to it, it basically coalesce power that should be in the hands of the legislature, not in the hands of some unelected official.
1: Kelly Shackelford, I'm so grateful for you. I going to pray a prayer of prayer, blessing on you and let you get your speaking engagement. Father, bless this man. Give him strength for many, many, many years ahead. Thank you for these last 33 years, making our nation a better place for his service, for his commitment. I pray for blessing in every arena of his life and protection around him. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kelly. Love you and bless you. Brother. You too. Thank God you. bless you. Mario, what do you want to say to uh, that news report right there? If that's That's not, then bring a smile to your face. I don't know what will. Mario? It's amazing. We need one of these cases every week
0: (laughs) as we go forward. It's amazing. Um, We're just so so grateful. God is on his throne. And I think um, not only are we seeing the turnaround, I think it's a real hope for November and beyond that God's not through with our nation, and there's just uh, an alignment. And like, like he said, uh, this was a miracle. Uh, so was the overturn of Roe versus Wade. Those those other pending cases as well seem to be very significant. And uh, I think um, I think the walls of Jericho are coming down, and it's time to shout that God has given us the city and the nation.
1: Uh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. you think. Roe v. Wade, I didn't think I'd see in my lifetime. The Coach Kennedy case, I did not grasp the implications of this one. Mm-hmm. Even the, uh, the Carson case coming out of Maine, we're gonna have a specialist talk about that on an upcoming broadcast, its implications uh, as well for religious liberty. Uh, the right of a person to defend themselves, mm-hmm. that's a biblical construct, uh, that case came through. And then what you heard him allude to at the end, this is extremely important. What has happened in Washington, D.C. is the running of our country has been turned over to unelected career bureaucrats. And what happens is legislation comes through. It's a 1,000 pages, 2,000 pages long. The members of Congress don't read it. It goes off to their career bureaucrats in the various agencies, about 15 agencies, that the various departments. They write up the rules. They enforce it you want to hear the calamity on this, I'm not particularly a fan of Senator Ben Sass from Nebraska, but on this issue, he gives the best 12-minute explanation on a videotape. You can Google it and watch and let, listen at 12 minutes where he describes how Washington functions, why we get in the trouble we do. Our elected officials are not leading. We don't have three equal branches of government. We're not supposed to It was supposed to be the legislative branch was supposed to be the largest, strongest that is, because it had so many more people uh, in it. And we have somehow lost control of that. And the bureaucracy has literally ruined our nation. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please read the show notes for additional details. If you would like a copy of the book or resources mentioned, remember that Well-Versed is a 501c3 tax deductible nonprofit organization. We rely on your support and partnership.
0: Thank you for listening to the Well-Versed Podcast. For more information, please go to www.wellversedworld.org.